Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. The gang is all back. Finally, how many weeks has it been since all three of us are here at the same place at the same time virtually? Who knows? But we are here now, and we're here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and YouTube. And follow us on the platform formerly known as Twitter at BetQL Daily. <laughs> Joining us on the show today, Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman with a trade deadline just over 24 hours away. There is a lot to get to there. So let's go ahead and jump right on in with big news over the weekend. Joe, it felt like there was a bit of a tipping point as far as trade activity was concerned. Turns out once we knew Shohei Otani was going to stay with the Angels in all likelihood and they acquired Lucas Giolito, things started to happen a good bit more quickly. And the biggest bit of news over the weekend was Max Scherzer, the former New York Met, getting traded to the Texas Rangers for Luis Angel Acuna. This is a massive move, both for the Mets becoming sellers despite buying all of these big deals, and it's a big move for the Texas Rangers as they try and maintain their lead in the American League West over the Houston Adros, who are very much surging and could also very well make a move between now and the trade deadline at 6 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow evening. So, Joe, specifically when it comes to Max Scherzer going to the Rangers, how much does that change your outlook of that ball club? And do you place any additional futures bets because of this move? Well, my first reaction is uh, Verlander going to be going before we get to tomorrow's deadline. I think that is certainly a fair question. Uh, the Mets are in sell mode. There are a couple of other teams in sell mode, which we would address. But no, honestly, it doesn't impact it in, in the immediate uh, form because I look at Scherzer as a replacement. I mean, that's what he is. So now we don't have to worry too much about or keep bringing up the DeGrom injuries to Odorizzi. He replaces DeGrom. He's not DeGrom, but he replaces DeGrom. Uh, Eovaldi, one of their stud pitchers this year, was just placed on a 15-day injured list. It looks like he will return this season, but that forearm issue is a question. So now it's Scherzer and Let's be honest, a lot of guys that have been overperforming, like Dane Dunning. Uh, you've got Perez and Gray also in that rotation at the time. But, yeah, once you have Scherzer and Eovaldi, that's going to look pretty stealth. That's going to be a stiff competition. So I do like the fact, Aaron, that that the Rangers are, are looking at and saying, hey, let, let's not miss out on an opportunity here. Who knows if we're going to play this well next couple of years. I know it sets up well, but we don't know if we're going to have the first half uh, like we've had. So uh, let's go after it. Let's get Scherzer. Yeah, I love it. The, my first reaction was I need to call my dad because I remember back in March, we had a little father-daughter conversation when we were doing our division segment and we landed on the Rangers to win the division, just hoping the Astros would fall off and just hoping they would spend some money at the trade deadline. So, Hey, I mean, they're minus 110 favorites right now to win the division at BetMGM, but feeling pretty good about that. So props to my dad. I don't know anyone that loves baseball more than him. So that was a fun little uh, 
future that we put together. But Scherzer is not the same guy that he was, what, four or five seasons ago. Um, his 4.01 ERA is the worst he's had since 2011. And he's also allowed 23 homers. That's the most in the in the National League. But I still think he is a guy that can contribute, but just not the same guy that we've seen in the past, or at least that I saw when I covered him here in Washington. But I still think it's good news for Rangers fans. Completely agree with you there, Aaron, that it's good news for the Rangers. And one of the reasons why Scherzer has not been affected this season is because his slider has not been nearly as effective. It's gone from a batting average allowed from 183 a season ago and in the 140s the last few years to 262. That is a massive increase based upon just one pitch. And yeah, the slider is not his primary pitch for Scherzer, but he has to go to it and he especially has to go to it in the postseason. The Rangers do get a boost adding him, but to me, this isn't news that you should overreact to. And in fact, I don't think the market has overreacted to this news very much either. Even though the Astros are behind in the division, they have shorter odds to win the pennant and win the World Series than the Rangers. And I wonder if one of the reasons for that, Joe, is because the market and maybe the collective in Major League Baseball is very much expecting Houston to be active between now and tomorrow evening. Yeah, and I think with a one-game gap here, uh, the day before the deadline, there's still that factor of, I trust the Astros. I know the Astros have been there in the past. and They'll, they'll find other guys to bring up because they always do. I don't trust the Rangers as much in this rotation as we've been dealing, as we uh, mentioned, with multiple injuries. But I will say this, as far as Scherzer goes, we see this every year with the deadline. There are certain pitchers, when they're per- put in winning situations, all of a sudden they look a whole lot different. So I am not expecting Scherzer's numbers to continue. I am expecting a certain uptick, which the market expects every time he goes out there. That's why he's priced like he is. He's, he's not priced like 2023 Scherzer. He's priced like we've seen him throughout his entire career, and I get that. So I, I would watch out for him having a very strong second half here. Uh, with Texas and the way things are lining up now, he's got to be their guy. He's got to bring it to the next level. He's got to be old Scherzer for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he will be reuniting with his pitching coach, right, from the Nationals, Mike Maddox. So maybe that'll help kind of that, Mm -hmm. you know, reunion will help, you know, ignite him back to the Mad Max or somewhat of the Mm -hmm. Mad Max that we're used to seeing. Not for just this season, but hopefully next year too. Absolutely. And there is something to be said for that when it does seem like the majority of Mets pitchers have had a bit of a downtick. There may be something there as far as the pitchers and the catchers and the pitching coaches not entirely being on the same page. And so definitely with a change of scenery, that could very well help Scherzer. And not to mention the fact that the rest of the starting rotation of the Rangers has largely been really effective. Uh, Joe, you alluded to this earlier, but that matters in the grand scheme of things. It's like what we talk about with the Dodgers all the time. Pitcher goes to L.A., and they're really grateful and excited for the opportunity because they go, okay, if anybody can fix fix whatever's ailing me, it's the Dodgers. Maybe maybe the Rangers don't deserve that kind of reputation to this point, but Mike Maddox has Mm -hmm. been around for a really long time. 
Really, really good pitching coach, and there are many reasons why that starting rotation has been so effective. So definitely that should help Scherzer here. But again, I keep going back to this. The Houston Astros will not just lie down. They will do something (laughs) else, and then things will get very intriguing uh, for the rest of this season. We also have to talk about, Joe, Lance Lynn going to Mm -hmm. the Dodgers. Lance Lynn going out this way. Uh, Reliever Joe Kelly also coming out this way. A former Dodger reuniting with his former ball club. And in return, uh, the White Sox get uh, some prospects. Uh, Nick Nostrini from AA, Jordan Leisure, uh, Trace Thompson, originally drafted uh, by the White Sox. So you look at this move, Joe, and what does this say about your thoughts for the Dodgers down the stretch? And is this something that is actionable as far as betting is concerned? Have fun with all that. Uh, Joe (laughs) Kelly is a guy that when he enters, you want to fade on the live line. That's what he was with the White Sox (laughs) this year. You want to go against that move. Oh, Joe Kelly's entering the game. Here comes an L. Uh, I I witnessed it a number of times this season. But can can he find it for a stretch? You're going to one of the smartest organizations out there. Yeah, he can. Uh, It doesn't surprise me. They didn't have to give up a ton. Trace Thompson, back back where he started, he was uh, with the White Sox originally. Yet the uh, early portion of his career, and now he's back there. Um, It doesn't surprise me that the Dodgers wanted to add Lynn. You don't have to give up a ton. The peripherals would suggest that he's not what he's been, high strikeout rate. And we talked about the possibility, uh, the, the potential landing spots for Lynn, and we went over, hey, what if he ends up in a smart organization? If they put him in a position to succeed, you avoid this kind of hitter. He has the high strikeout rate. Well, it is the Dodgers. While I jokingly say enjoy all that, um, would it surprise me if, if Lynn is a guy that we're not fading every time? If they put Joe Kelly, it maybe if they found something, you know, with, with Kelly's mechanics right now, and he's pretty good for a couple of months. No, because it's the Dodgers, and we've seen it from both of these pitchers in the past. That that wouldn't shock me in the least. Um, but yeah, both of these arms were expected to go uh, more expiring contracts being traded away by the White Sox. I love it. Anytime of Chicago, I mean, you're going to get an honest opinion from Joe Ostrowski, and I, I love it. Enjoy <laughs> that. It reminds me of when I bet on Purdue. He's like, enjoy that. Enjoy every bit of that. <laughs> but yeah, Lance Lynn, it's, I guess we all knew the Dodgers were in desperate need of pitching, so it's not surprising. But I just looked, you'd be down about four units if you had been backing Lance Lynn this season. So not quite as bad as Jordan Lyles and not as good as someone like Zach Gallen. But yeah, I mean, he's kind of meh, I guess. But maybe he will uh, be much better now that he's with the Dodgers. I'll have to wait and see before I start backing him. I don't have the parchment in front of me, uh, which has all of the records that we keep here on BetQL Daily, but uh, can someone tell me if Lance Lynn is still on our list of losers? Is he there right now? Was he there? Uh, we put him there back guess there last we sh- week, right? Yeah, he yeah. was back in the mix last week. I feel like Joe Kelly we never even brought up. I mean, we usually stick to starters, but like he yeah. absolutely belongs in our list of losers bullpen. <laughs> so, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. uh, is it is it okay 
for us to take Lance Lynn off of the list of losers simply because of a trade, not because of anything he did or any sort of improvement he showed, but simply because mm-hmm. he's going from the White Sox to the Dodgers. I would make the argument that we should. And if it's never happened before, maybe it should in this one spot. Because first off, the Dodgers are a much better defensive team. So Lynn's ERA will not be as exaggerated because of that. His ERA is 6.47 this season. Uh, his XFIP is 4.03, which is not bad. And he's getting righties to strike out. It's the lefties and the home runs. That, that's been the issue for him all season long. And it is a big issue, granted. But not only will Lance Lynn eat up some important innings for the Dodgers, which is a big deal, but you can put him in so many different spots come postseason time. I think he's a great flexible piece. And, and I get that maybe we haven't seen that as much throughout his uh, postseason career, perhaps. But mm-hmm. to me, I look at him and say, you can make him a bullpen starter. You can put him on in relief work against a bunch of right. You can do all sorts of things with like start and pull him after three, four innings, whatever it is. Right. To me, there's added flexibility that the Dodgers now have. And not only do I think he should be taken off the list of losers because of this move, but I also think this is a more important move for the Dodgers than Scherzer is to the Rangers. He might have to be taken off. And we'll let Paul go because, this, I mean, this is his guy that he fades automatic. He loves fading Lance Lynn. <laughs> Here's the thing. He's starting tomorrow against Against Oakland. the A's. Oh, can't so he's yeah. going to be a Come huge on. Oh, no. favorite. He's going to be a nice favorite. soft landing spot, Lance. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, forget about tomorrow. How about in I'm general? in on A's first five. I'm in on A's first oh. five. Let's do wow. it. Maybe first wow. three. That's how long you might be out there. In. All the way uh, in. I love it. We'll back TBD. Wow. I'm back in TBD tomorrow with Jake. I love it. Okay. So he's still on your list. He's still on your list. Dodgers don't care. You're saying it might be a betting opportunity because he's going to be a favorite a bunch now. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, honestly. I I think it'll be matchup-based like Mm -hmm. the A's. I like that we're fading him tomorrow, mostly, I I think, for the bit. But we'll see there. (laughs) Like, again, I I do think he'll probably be at his best in that four-inning starter, like for a bullpen game kind of role. I like that point a lot. I do think, like, man, if you're giving me Lance Lynn against the Braves in a playoffs and he's starting, give me the Bra- – like, whatever number, team total, first five, like, even in that role, I would I would still – I would not be backing him in a playoff spot. But I understand how he could be. I, I'm a little less convinced than Ed that he could, like, come in from the bullpen and be effective. I think – he just strikes me as, like, a routine guy. You know, those old-school starters come in, start – give you four innings in the playoffs, maybe, and that'll be at his best. But he'll give you innings down the stretch. It makes sense for the Dodgers, yeah. He also has two months to sort of include something in terms of his overall preparation to be a reliever, if that's the case. And so maybe it's something that he can't do right now, but if any organization knows how to make it prepared for just about any situation, I think it's the Dodgers. And so I – tomorrow – Okay, we can debate that then. But as far as the down the stretch, I think this is a great move for the Dodgers. And uh, got to take them seriously. <laughs> you always do. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, still other players left on the MLB trade block. We'll see if there's any value left on the board right here on the BetQL Network.